Good morning, Tony. Morning, Yoli. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Welcome to The Legal Perspective, our podcast that is meant to inform the legal fraternity and the society around developments in the legal sector. So today we have Litho Nolo Mashifani. Can you briefly introduce yourself, who you are, what you do? Thank you very much, Muli, um, for inviting me to um, Legal Perspective. As you indicated, my name is Lithoho Noloma Shifani. I'm an attorney uh, practicing under the name LS Mashifani Incorporated, who are based in Randburg. We're a commercial and dispute resolution um, legal practice, which um, specializes or focuses uh, on litigation matters, commercial matters, labor matters, as well as um, criminal um, law matters. And we also advise clients on those aspects related to aspects of the law within our realm of knowledge. So that's, that's who we are in brief. All right, excellent stuff. So in the meantime, uh, whilst people are making coffee to listen to our podcast, can you drop your website? and your contact email info so that in the meantime people can follow you on your website or your social pages we don't have a website yet um we do have a domain however it hasn't been um set up yet but we are available on on social media mm-hmm. um, i'm available on linkedin you can find me as Lisho honolo mashifani that's l-e-h-l-o H-O-N-O-L-O Mashifani. I'm on LinkedIn. You can also find us on Facebook with LS Mashifani Attorneys. And I'm also on Instagram as LS Mashifani. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Um, so our people can start following you on your Facebook page and other platforms. Yeah. So the episode for today is about the poppy blah. Yeah. And- Want to know what is the buzz around Poppy and what's happening? So today we're just gonna have a brief discussion where you'll guide us. Uh, yes. You know what is the Poppy buzz all about, and what are the things that businesses and companies and people should know, you know, and stuff like that. So yes. just in short, just tell us about Poppy um, Act. When was it enacted? What's happening with the current buzz? All right, Poppy. Um, in fact, it's commonly referred to as Poppy Act or Poppia, and this is a buzzword which has, you know, um, gotten tongue, tongues wagging over the past few days, if not months. It stands for the Protection of Personal Information Act. The act um, was um, enacted back in two thousand and thirteen, however, and um, the president signed it into law. On in November of 2013, and it was then published sometime on the 29th of November, if I'm not mistaken, of 2013. And mm-hmm. then the act only, well, the certain portions of the act which were, you know, effective then, but the full extent of the act um, was on the 1st of July 2020. So from the 1st of July 2020, the act came into full operation. However, and this is this is where you know you know people think it's a new act. You know, just came into <laughs> the full now. However, there was a twelve month grace period, which was allowed to you know to ensure that um, parties comply with the act. And that twelve month grace period effectively ended today, or it starts today. So starting from today. Um, parties are required to to comply with 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 poppy right and mm-hmm. you know as as we proceed we'll, we'll we'll deal with with certain um you know just to dispel a few misnomers because uh, people think you know there was a notice that came out um from the yes. information regulator which will also mention what the information regulator is there was a notice that came out which says that you know um in short that um certain sections or a certain section of poppy will then you know come into effect on the 1st of february 2020 and then people started thinking well the compliance with the act has now been extended or further extended to 20 to 2022 
It mm-hmm. is not the case. The, the, the case, in short, is that compliance with the act effectively starts today or, you know, Yesterday was the was the deadline for the grace period. So effectively, from today, the first of July, um, parties need to comply with with poppy. Um, now, yeah. what an interesting time, you know, because I like the fact that you highlight exactly that this is not a new act, you know, because the buzz itself is presenting this as a new act. And now, you know, as an ordinary member of the society, uh, I mean, which is what our podcast serves, uh, you know, I do not know, I'm not a legal person. If I'm not a legal person, you know, I do not know how to read the act. I do not know what to interpret um, in terms of this act. So in short, uh, you know, what does this act regulate? So this act, um, it basically gives effect to section 14 of of the constitution our section 14 of the constitution um basically enshrines everyone's right to privacy or privacy or privacy however way you you wish to to pronounce it yes right and and that that section um basically you know confirms everyone's right to privacy now in order to give effect to that right um the government has passed a number of um, data or data, depending on how you pronounce it, data pro- privacy laws, um, including, amongst others, POPIA, right? And there's actually a new one that came um, recently or that, uh, you know, that came into effect, which was the, the Cyber Cyber Crime Act. But we're not talking about that. For now, we're talking mm-hmm. about POPI. So POPI, basically what it does is that it is one of the data privacy laws which are aimed at... Um, promoting the protection of personal information and it also uh, and and this is, is, is this is um the purpose of the act is i mean of what it does is is fully set out in the act itself i mean it's quite voluminous but for the purpose of our members of the public and other members of the fraternity who may not be au fait with mm-hmm. um poppy the main purpose that it seeks to, to to serve is one it must it seeks to promote the protection of personal information and also it introduces certain conditions or certain things, you know, that need to get done to ensure or, it, you know, to, to establish minimum requirements, you know, for, for or, you know, for the processing of personal information, right? So, uh-huh. yeah, so that's what it does, essentially. I mean, the, the, the purpose is, is, is fully set out in the act itself, but for, you know, to, you know, for a very basic understanding, it's it set out to promote the protection of personal information and it introduces certain minimum conditions which need to be, you know, established, you know, um, for, for the processing of personal information. All right. Now, everyone is worried, Tony, um, about the issue of should I register as an information officer or is it everyone that owns a company or every individual that must um, uh, register an information officer? What is, the, what is the provision around information officers in accordance with this act? Right. So to, to be able to determine whether one needs an information officer or not, one needs to start as to, on the question on to whom does it apply? A- am I subject to poppy? Am I as a spaza shop owner? You know, mm-hmm. who, who, you know, who sells airtime, whatever. Am I sub, am I required to to you know to register as an information officer, or am I as a law firm who you know who's a sole proprietor required to register? To answer yes. that, one needs to to understand um, to whom does the act apply, and mm-hmm. also this is stipulated in in the act itself, section three of the act, which states that in in brief, you know. Um, the act applies to the processing of personal information. And we'll, we'll deal with these definitions as we go along. The processing okay. of personal information by whom? One, by a responsible party, or two, um, and where the responsible party is domiciled in the republic. So the, in, 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 to answer whether you need to register an information officer or not, you must ask yourself, am I a responsible party, right? And also, yes. am I um, a 
domiciled in South Africa, right, or, or, or even outside of South Africa. So in short, the act applies to a juristic and natural person. So juristic persons are legal entities. So a company, a trust, um, a voluntary association, you know, which collects information on, on behalf of its members and also to natural persons, you know, you and I living entities, right? Yes. And for me to decide whether I need to register, I need to understand, am I processing information? And this, right. is now, and, and this is now where the, the definitions are very important. Yes. Processing, you know, is, 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 is you know, it's, it's used in this act, you know, very particularly. Unlike, you know, where, you know, we, we use it broadly and loosely to say I'm just processing. Processing here means that um, there's certain actions or the certain things that a person does in relation to information, right? So Correct. It, it basically means the following, amongst others, when you collect personal information, and we'll deal mm -hmm. also with the meaning of personal information, uh -huh. when you receive personal information, when you record personal information, when you organize it, you know, you are given a task, just organize it. When you organize personal information, when you collate it, store it, um, update it, disseminate it, you know, uh -huh. Verify it, um, modify it. You know, so w w when you process personal information, then you 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 are subject to 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 popia, right? And Excellent. then we then get to the pressing question of what is personal information? Again, mm -hmm. the the act is very you know uh, um, detailed in this regard, and it stipulates what personal information is. And it, 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 it defines it loosely as um, information, you know, re relating to an identifiable living natural person or a juristic wow. person. So if, if you, you process or collect or, or record or store information um, which identifies either a living natural person, Yoli and Thoni, or a, a juristic person, LS Mashifani attorneys, or mm -hmm. any other entity for that matter, right? That that is then personal information, and then you may um, be required in terms of the act to 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 um, register as an information officer, or, or you know have someone in your organization register an information officer. Wow. Tony, this, this for me is like mind-blowing, right? And I can imagine for our listeners, yeah. uh, you know, because the buzz itself has created a, a, almost an assumption that everyone needs to have, you know, this information officer registered. Everyone is processing personal information to the extent that yesterday on every group that we have, whether on Facebook or on WhatsApp, we were getting this long message you know, about personal yes. information and, and all that. Just talk yes. to me a bit about the issue of social media platforms, groups, you know, and the issue of um, copia in terms of these long messages that we were receiving. Yeah, I, I, I also received that in one of my groups, you know, saying that, uh, <laughs> you know, in terms of copia, you know, I must now get consent, you know, I think it's a little bit misplaced, um, you know, to, to say that now, you know, you must go to each and every individual member to go and get consent from, you know, from from from, from each person to say, do you consent to be part of this group, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah, you know, I think that, that that is a little bit, you know, um, taking it too far, you know. That so, is correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's taking it too far, you know. And there, there's so much panic. There's so much panic regarding you know, the, the, the act and, you know, this is what you must do. And, and I, I don't think, well, the panic is, is right, you know, but I think it's a little bit too misplaced. And yes, know, it, it's a little bit too misplaced. You know, you don't have to send out, you know, um, uh, you know, group admins don't have to send out, um, you know, this popular message that's going around to say that, uh, you know, um, it's also, hi, everyone, just to, you know, a popular disclaimer. You don't need to do that, you know. Um, you know, it's 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 quite clear. I mean, 
the, the, the acts, you know, I think much as it does have those kind of implications, but, you know, it all goes back to, to you know, to the issue of, 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 of um, processing of information. Are you processing information? You know what I mean? Are that is correct. Yeah. And yeah. I'm happy that you, earlier you, 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 you stipulated exactly what yeah. the act describes, you know, yeah. as personal information first and foremost, and also the processing of such, you know, yeah. because from a number, is it possible that you can identify me, you know, yeah. as my full names, my ID number and stuff like that. And yeah. as an, as a WhatsApp person, are you processing my information for that matter? You Absolutely. know, and uh, the issues that are related to the fact that the apps themselves, they've got their own terms and conditions, like WhatsApp recently updated their own terms and conditions in so far as it relates to the voluntary use of that platform. Yeah, uh, yeah. so sometimes, you know, this panic duplicates things and the, the message is misdirected, alternatively misused, which is yeah. why you know, we, we, we had to talk about this today because I know that most of my clients were bombarding me with questions as well. We're receiving this. What must we do? Now, yeah. before we get to, 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 to the issue at hand as to what, what is it that people need to do, I want mm. you to talk a bit about consent. You see, this, this issue about a, a sharing of personal information, my understanding yeah. is that it was always uh, prohibited or it yeah. was always controlled in yeah. the manner in which you share that information. Yeah. It is not a new thing how a, a organizations should be sharing personal information or protecting it as such, including yeah. PAYA. PAYA yeah. has some of the provisions and you've correctly said that this is basically emanating from the constitutional right to privacy and of course we need enabling legislation to deal with that broadly. Yes. Now, what does the Act say about the issue of the consent uh, of these parties now that uh, have actually given these organizations or these individuals their personal information. And this personal information is supposed to be shared or disseminated or published or wh whatever the case is. What does the act say in so far as consent uh, of sharing personal information is consent? Well, I think uh, as a basic point of departure, people need to understand that the, the, the act is not a consent um, sort of driven a piece of legislation, right? So mm -hmm. what that means is that the, the, the default or basic premise of departure is that you don't need um, someone, you do not need to get someone's consent to process their personal information, right? But there are instances where you you you, you may need to do so, right? But it, mm -hmm. it doesn't say every piece of processing of personal information you need to get consent for, you understand? Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it defines it as the, the, the consent in, in this specific instance defines it as as a voluntary or you know inform it's an expression where, where a person says you know uh, you know he's giving permission for the processing of that personal information right and in some instances for example one of the of the areas where you you know you don't need consent to 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 um to, you know for 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 poppy is where you are processing um, personal information in terms of a, of an agreement, for example. So if, if an employer yes. is entering into an agreement with an employee for legitimate legal purposes for, a, for an employment contract, you don't, yes, you, you, there are clauses which are put there to say we are processing your personal info, but you don't need that, you know, and that, that is the misnomer that needs to be, you know, dispelled from, from, from members of society and also the, the fraternity at large to say that you don't necessarily need, you know, a, a consent of a person that you're entering into a, a lawful agreement with because you are processing that information in a lawful manner. Also, in Correct. another for example, um, attorneys and other um individual uh, 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 what you call accountable institutions in terms That's of right in terms of FICA you, you know you're supposed to, to to collect a person's proof of address and so on and so forth to determine you know whether there's any money laundering involved in there so in terms of poppy you know there's no um regulation or, or specification that says that um you must now then get consent of of of, of that person Understand? there you go yeah. And, and I think what this point that you are making is very critical and it's directly linked, you know, to the buzz and the confusion yeah. is to now treat 
the pop here as if it's an isolated legislation that operates on its own. Popular obviously fits within the other legislations, e.g. the Consumer Protection Act already yes. has provisions that are similar to Popia in so far as direct marketing, sharing information, yes. you know, records and all those things. So Popia cannot be isolated from the already existing legislation that are meant to protect information in any case, including access to information. Because 100%. remember, the protection of information goes directly with access because people yes. are going to ask for access to information. Yes. And we know that PAIA will then come into the picture where it regulates how you give that information and to who. Absolutely. In fact, you 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 hit the you know the you know the nail on the head. Um, 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 Yoli. Poppy overlaps with other legislation which already regulates um, you know processing of personal information. You know, for example, people who are in the financial um, industry or financial space, they are regulated by, by FIS, you know, the Financial Advisory Intermediary Services Act. Already mm -hmm. that law in itself regulates, you know, how information is, is, is collated and collected. FICA, you know, um, banks already, you know, or, or, you know, rental agencies, attorneys, um, um, companies, you know, they already do um, FICA, you know, they're already processing information, you know, so it's not like, you know, Poppy has now, you know, sort of eroded all of these laws and come up with a new set of, you know, um, privacy and regime. It's just basically a, a, an added addition to already what's out there, you know, so it's just an overlap of, 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 of these laws that already regulate um, these particular industries. Perfect. And, and I wonder, the, the idea here for me is to, to calm the masses down. You know, our society can only consume and utilize information only if they are calm, you know, uh, and also to avoid being misled, to avoid, uh, you know, the members of the society and small businesses buying incorrect stuff because yeah. the buzz has caused so much confusion and people believe, you know, they are late and all this because out of all the messages that we're going through, oh, the deadline has arrived. What do I do now? There's also 20, uh, uh, February 2022. What is going on? Just yeah. uh, 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 before we, we reach the end, just tell me about the, the, the issue of uh, Section 58 and, you know, the deferred, uh, if I'm correct, deferred date being 1 February 2022, what is the issue there? What is it that comes into operation now? And then what is the, 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 the provisions that will only come into operation in, in, in 2022 February? Okay, so, so just to allay the fears of, of people who say, well, the 1st of July is here, I haven't complied. In fact, I was having a chat with, with, with one of, of, of the clients um, that we service. And there was a bit of apprehension on the issue of compliance. Am I compliant? Am I not compliant? I said, well, um, there's certain things that have been put in place, you know, you know, that ensure that you're compliant. And um, firstly, compliance is, is an ongoing thing. You know, compliance is mm. an ongoing thing. It's, it's not just that, you know, now that the 1st of July is here, then boom, you suddenly have to comply with, with, with it's an ongoing thing. However, mm -hmm. there's certain things and measures that have to be put in place to ensure compliance, right? So to, to answer the question relating to, you know, has the act been delayed or has the commencement date of the act been delayed? No, it has not. The, the act is effectively, you know, um, in full operation as of today, right? However, um, the... Um, information regulator which you could say is like the i would say sort of just to put it loosely like the public protector of of information so to say yes. you know, so that people get an understanding published the notice to say that firstly one of the ways in which parties could comply was to um register as information officers those who've had the privilege and, and and the benefit of registering we say kudos to that but I mean, if you've I'm personally registered and I've got a you know certificate, but there have been people who've been trying and trying and trying to register on the portal and they've been unable to because the system was you know at times dysfunctional, right? 
So the deadline for the registration of information officer is no longer the 30th of June because there were hiccups with the online registration um, deadline. So as it stands, there's no new deadline which has been set yet. So as and when the system is operational, people can, can register. So that takes care of one of the issues of compliance, which is appointing an information officer. Yes. Number two, um, in terms of, 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 of the act, um, a, a party or responsible party, this is now a, an individual who determines or processes personal information, had to have, as of yesterday, had to have a, a prior manual, right? But with mm -hmm. that, that has now been, been extended until the 31st of December, right? So, okay. so um, there's an exemption which, I, which will apply until the 31st of December for, for, for parties to have a PIA manual. PIA means the, the, the promotion, of access to, um, promotion of Access to Information Act, right? Yes. Which is also one of, you know, one of the pieces of legislation which regulates information. So, you know... Mm -hmm. Comes down to the issue of there's always been laws that regulate uh, privacy or information. Now, the 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 first of February, um, twenty twenty two, is that there's a certain section in in Poppy which has been postponed until then, and this specifically deals with organisations or, or, or bodies that engage in, in, in certain activities which are prescribed by, by the act, you know? So for example, if, you know, if um, an organization, maybe you, you process personal information for the purposes of credit record, uh, reporting, or yes. maybe you, you're trying to, to, to find maybe a, a person's criminal record or, you know, behavior, you know? So that portion prior to, to you know, to the extension, a party needed to get authorization from, from, from the information regulator. So they need to make an application from the information regulator to say that I'm engaged in this kind of activity, which is to pay, uh, maybe to, you know, to do a, a criminal um, a credit check or a credit reporting. I require authorization for me to be able to do that, right? You, need, you needed authorization with the information regulator. That has now been postponed until the 1st of February, 2022. And that is, you know, that is where I think people got it wrong or missed the point uh -huh. to say that um, the act has been extended or delayed until the 1st of February, 2022. The act is in full operation and, you know, businesses or, or, or rather um, um, responsible parties are encouraged to, you know, organizations or people to whom the act applies are encouraged to, to ensure compliance with the act. And I mean, they can um, contact uh, individuals, you know, who, who are well, because now there's also another thing that people need to be careful of early in closing is that um, everyone all of a sudden has now become an expert in popia <laughs> and, and, you know, people are coming with these exorbitant popia packages. You know, I would encourage people to look for reputable, um, you know, either a law firm or reputable companies, you know, compliance companies, you know, who will ensure that this is done, you know, right, you know, and that people are not taken advantage of because yes. see people are posting on WhatsApp groups that they've got this package and that package at this price and that price. And, you know, uh, we're living in difficult times. I don't think we should be making life even much more difficult for, for, for our society. Yeah, look, that is a PowerPoint. And, you know, this is exactly why we have this podcast. It's for that reason that we want people to be informed. Uh, and when they make decisions, they can rely on reliable information and they can look into other options, you know. And what I wanted to, to confirm with you, Tony, was that this process that you just explained, is it what we call the application for prior authorization with a regulator? Yes, yes, that's that's precisely that. And that is the part that is affected been, by the postponement, right, or rather the deferred period. Hundred percent, hundred. That is accurate. That is the only portion that is uh, affected by by the um, postponement or, or you know the the, the extension. You know, only that that portion. You know, and obviously, the information regulator sends information that they, you know they give notices, which which you know um basically inform us, you know, of any developments on, 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 on the act, you know, so 
people yes. are welcome to go and 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 you know they can google information regulator is quite helpful website you know there's there's guidance notices on what to do how to do it you know and obviously where where people are don't understand they they're welcome to seek you know independent uh, counsel from people who are well versed with with these um with these things and this law all right, perfect. Uh, I said I'm so happy uh, that we, we we've managed, you know, to clarify most of the critical things. But of importance, you do know that me and you we service the small business world, you know. Yeah. So obviously, there is panic all over, and I am one of the people that like drives advocacy work, education, legal education, and everything. And yeah. I would like people to be informed before they can make decisions, or even start registering as information officers, you know. So we've yes. been bombarded with this. And of course, it won't make sense to start charging clients, uh, you know, yes. without giving them information, you know, and everything. So just tell me then, um, you know, what are the key things that you think small businesses should be aware of? Because obviously, if I'm selling oranges in Espaza, I'm not processing anyone's information, you know. Yeah. So someone comes and buy an orange and pay 50 cents and they are gone. You know, what yeah. are, the, are the things that you can advise, uh, you know, small businesses? I mean, being our target bucket and individuals, you know, yes. to be aware of or to do or things to avoid, you know, stuff like that. Uh, probably five things that you think small businesses can benefit from understanding this or can put in place. Because whilst we say there must not be a panic, you've correctly said that something needs to be in place. Yes. Well, um, so... First and foremost, I'd say don't panic. That's that's the first thing that I would tell um, businesses that they, they they shouldn't panic, right? Because compliance, like I said, it's an ongoing process. Number two, uh, a, a practical thing is that if you don't need to process information or you don't need to store information, then don't keep it. Like if if for example you. Uh, had collected a, 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 a CV, you know, of, of, of a prospective employee. And, you know, you still, you, I mean, that person is now employed or is, not, is, is, is no longer within your mess. And you still have their, C, their, their CV, you know, then don't, don't carry that burden. Don't, you know, just, you know, mm. rather have less. Another practical thing that can be done is to have some policies in place, especially those uh, and uh, those who have websites. Um, those who you know who've got web, you know, their businesses have websites. Ensure that there's a privacy policy on 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 your website, right? It, it usually appears at the bottom. I find many um, companies whose websites I frequent, they they don't have a privacy policy. Then you can get someone you know, to assist you, you know, someone who's well-versed, you know, a legal advisor, an attorney, or, you know, someone who operates within, you know, um, the space of POPIA and any other, you know, compliance law to assist you with, with drafting a privacy policy, all right? And then also a, a, a POPI policy and a POPI manual can, can be drawn up. And there's so many other policies out there that can be drafted, but... Uh, uh, Drafting of policies is just one of them, right? And then, you know, for the smaller businesses, you know, undertake what we call a, you know, a personal um, information impact assessment, right? So check um, from your organization. I'm an I'm an attorney, right? Um, yes. What personal information have, have I accessed? Okay, so I opened a file for on behalf of a client. This is what I did, right? And you know, and 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 sim again. The, the, the certain laws which already impel us to, to you know, for example, archive files or, or keep files or whatever the information is. But, you know, if yes. there's nothing else over another law that says to you, do this, you know, then destroy it if you have to. You know, don't keep personal information if you must, you know, if you don't have to. So those are some of the key uh, uh, takeaway points that you can say. In fact, um, there's eight uh, sort of conditions which you know and, and these are quite very easy to understand you know there's you know there's information on 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 online reputable sources of course which stipulates what businesses or what um people who, who process personal information can do it's eight conditions that are stipulated regarding the processing of 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 of, of personal information they call the eight conditions you know and just 
Briefly, in closing, the first one is accountability, meaning that you must ensure compliance with the act. Firstly, yes. appointing an information officer is the person who's going to ensure compliance, who's going to mm -hmm. um, ensure that there's awareness within the organization regarding um, personal information. Number two, processing limitation, meaning that you know you must process information in a lawful manner and in a reasonable manner. You know, don't infringe on a, on, a, on a person's privacy when you when you when you um, process that information. Two. Collect information, the, 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 I mean, the third one is called purpose specification. Collect information for a specific purpose. So if you're collecting information in order that you're going to, you know, um, you're conducting interviews, you know, you, 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 you're collecting CVs, do it only for that purpose. Don't now, you know, take that information and try to determine this and that and the other, you know, it, it's, it's not necessary, right? Yes. The fourth one is, you know, if you need to process the information further, other than for the original purpose, you know, um, then it, it must be compatible with, with the original purpose. So if, for example, you're taking a person's CV and you obviously, you know, trying to determine, is this a suitable candidate? Obviously you will have privy to their personal information, but over and above that, you may require to check if this person has a, a criminal record. See, that is compatible with the actual purpose for which you've processed it. But mm -hmm. if it's now incompatible to, to the original purpose, then you may be in, in you know, in, you know, infringing um, the act. Last one is that you must keep accurate, um, records of information you know and keep them up to date so if there's information that constantly needs to be updated updated and and you know keep accurate uh, records of it um another principle or condition is openness right so if a person um requires their information to be disclosed you know and then you must um you know inform the person um yoli i'm taking your information to do one two three four uh, for, for whatever reason I'm collecting it, and this is how I'm going to use it. Um, this, this, the second last one is safeguard. You know, you must ensure that you you, you secure the integrity on co and confidentiality of personal information. And this is where obviously you need to put systems in place. You know, your IT systems will need to be in place. You know, your da your your data retention um, policies will need to be there. You know, how do you retain data? Do you keep it on a cloud? Do you keep it off off site? Is it secure? All of that things you know need to be um, taken care of. And lastly, um, this is it's called the data subject participation. It means that you must allow the person whose personal information you've collected, you know, to, you know, to access that personal information. So if you, and I keep on using a CV, and, and the reason I'm using it is because I had a discussion with a client relating to, to, to CVs, right? If you, you've collected a, a, a person's CV and, you know, the person then comes back and say, uh, Mr. So-and-so, um, do you still have my CV? You have my CV? I need it back, you know, then you obviously, you know, need that person to access their, 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 their information and get their CV back from, from you. So those are some of the, of the things that, you know, practical steps and conditions which um, businesses and other, you know, responsible parties and operators uh, need to ensure insofar as um, their obligations are concerned vis-a-vis -vis the act. Wow. Okay. So this is a mouthful. And I know that we can go on and on about this. Yeah. And, you know, because this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to call this part one of part two, because right. I think from, from what we have discussed today, we have just mapped out the highlights. However, there's still a need, especially in so far as, you know, the smaller businesses in the society and the smaller companies are concerned, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of resources, you know, and where they could get um, these resources to make sure that they comply. So we can actually do a, a, a section two for that. But what I wanted to check is that because I know yesterday, for instance, we got some few questions about, so what do I do about the candidates that send me a CV on my info email, for instance, on my website? I didn't yes. ask for it, but people are sending me their personal information here with attached my CV, my ID. What do I do with that? Because I didn't ask for that information and I don't want to process it. I don't want to hire the person. I don't have a vacancy. And I like the fact that you use a CV because it's a common thing, uh, yeah. you know, for companies to get. Again, it, it comes back down to the issue of 
the POPIA is not a consent-driven uh, uh, piece of legislation. So, I mean, if you get an unsolicited CV from a person and you don't need their, their you know, the, they sent it to you out of their own free will, you know, uh, with no undue influence and um, you don't need it, you know, then by all means, you, 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 you're welcome to destroy it because, you know, you, you, there was no um, engagement with that person and there was no, um, there's no consent required for, for that person to send you that CV. If you don't need it, you don't need it, and destroy it, you know. And 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 it, 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 that, that will alleviate the issue of you having processed personal information because now, yes. now it creates an onerous burden on you to, you know, to now be keeping information that you don't need. And it all comes down to all of those eight conditions that have been set, set, set out, you know, specifically um, the second condition, which is, 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 is you know, the, the limitation, you know, are you processing it for a, a particular, a lawful reason and a reasonable reason? And yes. you know, if, if, you, if you don't need it, then get rid of it. It's as simple as that. You see, um... Tony, I would like people to understand two main things that I take from this conversation I'm having with you and you keep revisiting them. And that indicates to me that they're important. One is that POPIA is not a consent-driven act. And yeah. two is that you don't always need consent, you know, yeah. to process information because they are other. And I, I, think, I think this is why the buzz was wrong, is that there was an assumption that POPIA is isolated. You know, yes. so if as an attorney, I'm processing my client, of course, I have to comply with FICA, first of all. So Absolutely. already I've got a legislation that tells me what I must do, you know, in so far as processing. 100%. Onboarding that client, right? Now 100%. there is Poppy. Poppy comes with a buzz as if, you know, there are no other laws that regulates these things. So that that is, is important for me. And it's important as well to say, Someone said yesterday, so if I registered for a conference, uh, for instance, you know, for Poppy, can yes. that person whom I registered for the conference give company number B my information for Popia um, in another training or for Paya or whatever the case is? Do they need my consent? You know, blah, 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 because they have processed my information and now they are sharing. Um, yeah. Briefly, if you can just, uh, you know, touch on that. You see, that deals with an issue relating to, for example, um, sort of like direct marketing. And th that's part of the reason why, why, why Popia, or one of the reasons why it was enacted, because, you know, there's obviously information pending. So in that particular instance and example that has been used, for that conference house or, or for, for, for that um, institution to now give personal information of a client to another, you know, they will need consent. They'll need your consent to be able to share that information because it, it, it's got your, you know, it, it's got identity, you know, it, it identifies you, you know, it's got your name, mm -hmm. your, your telephone number, your, 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 you know, your email address, you know, and it all comes down to the issue of direct marketing. But again, it goes back to, 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 you know, issues of, overlapping with other laws there's already That's laws right consumer mm -hmm. Act, which which you know prohibits you know you know uh, direct marketing for example you know so in in that particular instance definitely they would need to get consent from you know from the um, data subject and that is the term that is used in in, in the act it's called a data subject the person whose um, um personal information is, is is you know to whom it relates Thank you very much, because I think that's where the consent was being with the issue of the WhatsApp that we spoke about yesterday. As you know, Poppy yeah. is coming to operation, blah, 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 blah. This is what you need to do. But you're already on the group, you know. Yeah. So yeah. those are the issues that the consent, you know, being permission to share yeah. that information is being confused with whether the act deals mainly with consent you know, yeah. or consent is obtained through the provisions of the act. So mm -hmm. one would ask then that, um, how do I get this consent, the one that we are talking about, where I want to share personal information with someone else for the purpose of the example we've used. There's an educational session. I know that if you want to be trained on POPIA, you can benefit on being trained on, on PAYA. How do mm -hmm. I then get consent 
of these the, these uh, 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 people that I want to share information of? Well, the data subject, the data subject, the data subject. Said. Yeah, well, the, one of the practical ways of obtaining consent, you know, it's usually by them. You can generate a form either electronically, you know, send the person the form electronically or, or um, you know, in, in hard copy for the person to sign to say, well, I've consented to my personal info. For example, yesterday I was drafting a, 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 a consent um, um, form in respect of, 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 of one of the clients. And, you know, to say that, well, um, I've consented to, to my personal information having been processed by the company for such and such a purpose. And then, um, you know, I, I did so aware that, firstly, I did it, you know, um, under under no duress or under any untrue influence. And I did so fully appraised of my rights in terms of propia, right? So a practical way would be to, get a consent form, uh, you know, or a consent notice, you know, it, it's just semantics, consent form, consent notice to a person to say that, you know, they're consenting to the to the information being used for a specific purpose. And it all boils down to purpose specification. What purpose are you using it for? Don't take my personal information saying that you, you know, you, 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 you're marketing a, a service and then, um, or you're marketing a specific service, and then um, then the information I'm getting um, calls from other people not related to the service for which I consented to. So it all boils down to that. So a consent form, you know, whether on a website, you know, done electronically, or you know, um, it can be done, you know, in, in in a hard copy format, and the person signs for it. And yeah, so those, that's just one of the ways, having, you know, like a consent form or a consent clause if it's a, it's a contract. All right. Thank you very much, Tony, for all these insightful uh, views, you know, and also clarifications in, in so far as the provisions of the act, the act is concerned and also the issue of the dates, which, you know, caused the buzz and people were confused. And I'm, I'm so glad that you say no need to panic, but, you know, compliance is an ongoing journey. And in the end, we, we are all required to comply, but there Absolutely. is no need, you know, to, 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 to recklessly try and meet the first of July and even probably get misdirected or misled. It applies to you in the first place. Yes, yes. All right, so we've come to the end uh, of our um, uh, discussion here, and hopefully we are going to have round number two, which is more, it is going to be more detailed, you know, about the practicalities and onboarding mainly small businesses on what to do, and you, you can share what are the resources you may have developed now, whether it's checklists or whatever in your firm to try and assist small businesses and how they can access that. So just uh, uh, by closing, Tony, just share the, um, the details about the information regulator so that people, if they want, they can contact the information regulator, uh, you know, and um, what is the role, uh, just briefly in short, of the information regulator? Well, the information regulator um, is basically, like I said, it's... I would say um, sort of like a, a, the public protector, so to say, yes. of, you know, of, 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 um, of information, right? So this is an office which has been created, um, you know, um, it, there's a chairperson, you know, um, who, who has been appointed, you know, assisted by um, other individuals, you know, whose information is, or rather whose duty really is to ensure you know, that, you know, they monitor and they enforce compliance by both public and private bodies. So if there's, you know, bodies who are um, obliged to comply with the act, so the information regulator is basically is going to oversee, is going to ensure that they, you know, they, 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 they monitor any compliance and they enforce compliance. And if maybe a party, um, a data subject complains, if, you know, of a data breach, you know, they can always lay complaints, uh, you know, to, to the information regulator to say, you know, such and such a, a company has um, breached or, or, you know, has infringed 
you know, um, uh -huh. the provisions of the act, you know, they use my information without my consent, not in a legal way, you know. So they, they do have a website, like I say, it's a statutory body, you know, mm -hmm. and it, it, it's, um, they do have a website, if I may share with, with our um, listeners. Yes, please. Um, the website is, is, they, they fall under the Department of Justice. So yes. it's, it's, um, it's justice.gov za stroke info reg so that's information regulator excellent and, and there's an email address um where um members of the public or data subjects whose privacy has been infringed can send complaints to and that email address also they've got a it appears on their website but for for for, for everyone's benefit the email address is Complaints. Dot. Ir. At justice. Dot gov. Dot zere. All right. It seems to me that we have done what we are supposed to do to inform the public and our fraternity. Uh, you know, insofar as Popia is concerned, and you know the relevant contact details. So, just for the last time, um, Fony, just give us your email address where uh, you know people can reach out to you? My email address is lmashifane. That's, that's uh, lmashifane, it's M-A-S-H-I-F-A-N-E, law, L-A-W, at mashifanelaw.co.za. So it's lmashifane at mashifanelaw.co.za. And our contact details are 010-230-0211. That's 010-230-0211. And they can also reach me on my mobile on 061-505-5782. 061-505-5782. And as a, as a disclaimer to, to, to the listeners, um, it is, of course, personal information, but I've consented to it. <laughs> <laughs> I've consented to <laughs> the information. <laughs> All right. That is a good point of closing. And from us, the Legal Perspective team, a happy Thursday to you. And you know that we're going to share this on our platforms, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, uh, on our, we are on Spotify, you know, once um, we share this link, you can listen on any uh, platform uh, that has a podcast uh, platform. So in any event, if you didn't get Tony's uh, uh, details, you are welcome to ask us on yeah. all our social media details. We will post his details there. And cheers for listening um, today. And thank you, Tony, for being a, a great guest. Thank you very much, Oli. I really appreciate it. Okay, then. Cheers. Thanks, bye. Bye.